You're now tuned in to Urban Outdoors Podcast with me, your host, Doug Burdell, and my following, the In New Endgame. But we're here to talk about the outdoors. From hunting, to camping, to fishing, boats and kayaks, gardening, hiking and health. So if it sounds good to you, then join the game. Because while they're in the house, we're in the wind. Urban Outdoors. think about this for a second i want you to think or imagine what your local store or supermarket looks like when they tell you it's going to snow you know bad weather let's say 10 to 12 inches blizzard like right do you see it how empty the shelves are it's crazy right trust me when i tell you that's light compared to what's going to happen when the economy collapses now i'm not trying to scare anyone I just want people to be prepared because something like this is very possible. So on today's show, I have five things that you can start doing today to prepare you for long-term survival after the economy collapses. If things get real bad, we might have to lose, might have to, uh, we might have to leave our location, our homes. But it's okay. I got us covered. I got things to have in your go bag, places to go if you need to leave your home. So we have a great show this week. We're going to jump right into it. We're going to get right back after these messages. Brought to you by Anchor. Welcome back to Urban Outdoors Podcast. And we're going to jump right into it because we're talking about the uh, Great Reset. The economical collapse. Like, what, what's going to happen? It's going to get bad. So, for number one, I'm going to start with food supply. And with food supply, I'm going to start with water first because we can go weeks without food, but we only can go three days without water. So, with that being said, we need at least a gallon of water a day for every person in your household. So, for a family of four... You need at least four gallons of water a day. And remember, that's just drinking water. That's not water for bathing or cooking. You feel me? So you gotta gotta take that into account too when you're storing your water away. But we should keep at least three days worth of water stored away just in case anything happens. So let's jump with that being stored away, let's jump into storage. I don't really care how you store it or what you store it in, right? Just make sure there's no light penetrating your storage containers. Because if light can penetrate it, that means bacteria can grow. We don't want that to happen in our, you know, our reservoir. This is what we're storing our water in. So I recommend the blue storage bins or drums. Sun can't get through it or anything. Keep it in a dark, cool place and you'll be okay. For the people that don't have a lot of land and a lot of space, they have this gadget called the Water Bob. Um, it's an option for people that live in like apartments and things like that. But it's a downfall to it. It holds 100 gallons. Now that's a good thing. But the bad thing is it sits in your tub. If you if you're using this and you only have one bathroom and you have this in your tub now, you took away your cleaning source, like where you can take a bath at. Not saying you can't get clean. I'm just saying. 
if uh, you don't have two bathrooms to use, I would try to build something to hold this, but it's 100 gallons for you, yeah, just in case the emergencies happen. Um, also, I would keep uh, water tablets, like purifying water tablets. I would keep that on hand. Um, also, I would keep like a portable stove or something just so you can boil water just in case it's, uh, if the electric goes out or anything like that, that you can boil some water to make sure you can drink because you're going to need it. Water is a big, big necessity. So after water, let's jump right on into the food. Mind you, you want to start, like this is stuff that we're prepping. Like I know a lot of people might not have this stuff. People that's listening to it might not even have none of this stuff. But this is things that you can start prepping. And I'm not saying uh, you have to go, go out this weekend and buy everything. No, set like little, set little, um, tasks for yourself obtain certain objects and then cross it off your list but this is just something to prep so when things do go bad or if things do go bad you'll be okay so food right things that you could use as food to that last over a number of years unground flour can last up to 25 years so i would just you know, a, a brick of unground flour can take you a long, can, can go a long way. You feel what I'm saying? And you could just break chunks off of it as you need it and ground it up and use it for whatever you need it for as you need it. You know what I mean? So that's something that you can start using or will start prepping to get. Um, oats, oatmeal. Like them oats and oatmeal um can last you up to 30 years without moisture or oxygen present so if like if you get like a, a vacuum sealed container and that you could put this in the store then it can last up to 30 years um if you just keep it in the packet that like the the, the quicker oats oatmeal box that probably lasts you about two years 24 months just throughout the store but if you get a container to like to, to hold everything in that that can last you some years man uh, other things that you can you can uh, obtain uh, buckwheat, hard red wheat, soft white wheat, millet uh, last the 10 to 12 years with when moisture and oxygen is not present. Like this is things that has to be you know you can keep but just you gotta you have to store it away properly for it to actually benefit you. Um, pastas, if made fresh, I, like pasta is is best to be making fresh and then stored away that way because it'll last a whole lot longer than you buying it from the store and just trying to store it that way. But it's still an option. I'm not saying don't do it if that's your only option if you don't know how to make pasta. But that's things that you can look into and it's not that hard. Um, dehydrated fruit, raisins, apricots, uh, apples. This all can be lasted 30 years if you dehydrate it yourself. If you if you buying store bought dehydration food, it's all not 100% natural. So like it's gonna go bad a little faster. Um, also, stack up on canned foods. Every time you go to the store for just natural shopping, buy two extra cans of some canned foods that you can just put away. And I will also collect seeds seeds of, of all sorts so just in case you have to start over you have seeds that you can plant in your own garden 
and you don't have to rely on anybody else. And if things is getting bad, it's a good thing to have because it's a good bargaining and trading um, method because money might not be an option when everything collapses. So we have food supplies out the way. We're going to jump into number two, which is tools. You're going to need tools. Now remember, if things are collapsing and um, the government's collapsing and it's, it's not... It's, it's, you know, considered, it's basically get it how you live out here, right? This is some things that you can have, like, you're definitely going to need a can opener. And I would have two of them, three of them if you could. You're going to be eating a lot of canned foods. So, a can opener is a good thing for you to have. Screwdriver, a utility knife, measuring tape, flashlight, a ratchet set, a socket set. Safety glasses, gloves, spare blades, uh, maybe bits, all kind of bits, nails, screws, glue, duct tape. These are things that you're going to want to have because it's not like we're going to have a lot of power tools to use because we might not have the option of power. You feel me? Then uh, even, even if you have a generator, right? You can have a generator, but now... A generator causes noise, and if we're in this time, if it's in a time of uh, get it how you live, basically, the more noise you make, the more you're going to attract people to come see what's going on. And maybe I could, if, and then, and if everything is going bad, and I hear noise over here, well, that means it's life over here. We can go over here, and we can see what's going on, see what we could take out of this, out of this situation. So you got to be mindful of that situation too. But these are things that you could start stacking up on in a lot. And you might have some of these just laying around the house. You feel what I'm saying? But this is stuff that you need to start putting in sections that you know and when you really need it, you'll have them. So we have food supply for number one, some tools that you can use for number two. And number three, I would start a garden. That comes back to saving, start, um, saving seeds and collecting seeds. I will start a garden. That way, the more you can build in home, the less you have to be out of home. And you, the less you're out of danger. So I would try to build a garden. Well, I wouldn't even try, I would. I would build a garden, but I would try to enclose my garden and secure my garden as much as possible. So things that you could grow in your garden. Um, thyme, rosemary basil, uh, garlic chives, strawberries, potatoes, pumpkins, beans. Like these is just little options. I'm, I know it's many more things, but I'm just giving you options of things that grow easily for you to start over until you can start growing more and better things. So focus on, I will focus on growing a garden and uh, like I said, being more self-sufficient. That way you don't have to worry about being having too many encounters with other people and risking is this a good person or is this a bad person um number four this should be number one to me but i'm just you need to learn how to defend yourself and your home now i know everyone hasn't i can i can hear people i can hear people now like defend yourself and to those people that are saying that just remember everyone didn't grow up fighting like you and i now, to all the ones that are kind-hearted people, it's time for you to get tough. 
enroll in self-defense classes, martial arts. Remember, people are in a panic and they're trying to survive just like you're trying to survive. And the old saying goes, the strong survives. So if you're a weak, like if they if they feel like you're weak or prey, they're going to come, they're going to come get on you. They're going to come after you. I know I would. If my family has to survive, I know it's a, a weak family over here that I could take advantage of for my family to survive. Oh, you best believe we coming. I'm not going to go with somebody that's going to give me more competition because then I might not survive. And now my family out here by themselves. Feel what I'm saying? But you need to learn how to defend yourself. Now, I know you would say firearms. And depending on where you are in the world listening to this, every country isn't equipped with firearms. Some, everybody don't have the option of having firearms. So, with that being said, you can always, it's other options though. Like you can have uh, stun guns, bow and arrows, crossbows, knives, pepper spray. It's things to defend yourself and find out what works for you. But you have to learn how to defend yours because if you don't, who else will? You feel me? And uh, I also say like, say if you're a man with a family of all females, I'm not saying that females aren't tough, but you know, like if somebody else knows that they're going to come to you faster. So you might want to remember friends of like, yeah, hey, if things go bad, bro, y'all know y'all can come to my house. So you have more people, more bodies to help you defend and everybody else can be more secure about it. You feel what I'm saying? And if you have a family of females, make sure you teach them how to defend themselves. Don't just think because they're females, they don't need to, they don't need to do that or they're too pretty for, no, everybody need to learn how to defend themselves. That's something that they need to do. And for number five, is medical supplies. If on medication, you should you should actually contact your doctor and see if it's possible if you can get extra prescriptions filled. So just in case for bad times happening and we can't come out, and then you'll be already covered. Um, stock up on over-the-counter medicines, pain medicines, allergy medicines, cold and flu medicines, uh, vitamins. And you also should need to have a basic understanding of first aid. And if you don't have any understanding of first aid, you can easily find classes online today to learn how to administrate first aid. Now, I know I done gave you all this, things to stock up on and prepare for. But let's just say it comes to a point in time where you have to get out your house. You, you, you can't defend it anymore. You have to go. You know, now it's time to snatch and grab and go. What should we have in our bags? I'm going to tell you right after these messages. Brought to you by Anchor. It's survival time. Each week, I'll read one page from the Ultimate Bushcraft Survival Manual. This book has 272 wilderness skills. The goal is to learn them all. So as I grow, we grow. Let's learn to survive in the wild. Welcome back to Survival Time. This week... I will not be reading out of our book, our bushcraft book. This week, I will be going over our go bags, things to have in our go bag, and places to go if we have to leave our homes for survival time this week. So we're going to jump right into it. First thing we're going to, like, 
getting our go bag together, we want to start with cover. That is, we're going to have a tarp, a poncho, emergency blanket, a hat, boots or shoes, um, extra undergarments, hoodie or coat, sleeping bag or a bivy. That's all in covered in cover. And that means covering you, your body, and covering you as in shelter. Now, the tarp is self-explanatory. It can be used for a number of things. You can actually wrap yourself up in it if you need to. But if you need a roof, that could be a roof for you. Poncho for the bad weather. Emergency blanket so you can keep yourself warm out there if you have to stay the night. A hat, of course, just to cover your head. Um, sleeping bag or a bivy. Depending on the environment you're coming from, well, the climate you're coming from, everybody might not want to use a sleeping bag because it might be too heavy and it might be too hot for the area. So they might have something else. Like I said, a bivy, hammock, something. Some, but you need something to sleep. All right, we're going to move right along on to something to cut with, which is a fixed blade, saws, multi-tool, hatchet, or a machete. I would actually keep it all in there, but I'm just giving you suggestions of if you don't have something you need to at least have one of these things now when i say a fixed blade that is one piece of steel that is sharpened into a knife so with a handle so basically it doesn't it's not like a flip up blade or nothing it's just one piece of steel that you can bang and pound on and it won't break and it's good for you out there in the wilderness of course we're going to need fire so i would carry a bic lighter I will carry a flint and steel, matches. I will carry fire starting material. Like just in case if you're in a wet area, just in case if you're like it's wet, raining, anything, I will carry a fire starting material that can start and ignite easily, even if it's wet. And I also will carry um, a piece of foil. So just in case if it is wet, you can put the foil on the ground and you can put your fire starting stuff on top of the foil. Just a little handy dandy trick. All right, we're going to move right along to containers. You're going to need stainless steel container. Um, I would I would keep a, a, a like a regular water bottle, a pot set, and a silcock key. I know you might not know what that is, but it's a key to turn on all types of water faucets if you need to. Just in case you need to get uh, water and they done took off the knobs to their water holes, you can use this key to unloot um to, to uh, open up water holes I mean water lines I'm sorry um, you're also going to need rope slash tape so I would get some paracord and some duct tape just in case that can duct tape can go along in repairing your tarp if you need to repairing anything if you need to is duct tape paracord is also good for anything you need it for and the good thing about paracord it's rope inside of rope so it's like uh, five to six uh, five to six ropes put together to make one rope which is the paracord so if you open that up you can use it for other twine and other things if you need to if you need to ration out the rope but we're going to need some lighting in our bag which is a headlamp and the headlamp for me is the best option because it leaves you hands free so just in case you, you can still you can illuminate the area you can illuminate the area but you still have your hands if you need them. You feel what I'm saying? And a lantern, of course, like some kind of lantern. But you need some kind of lighting out there. All right. Bandana slash face mask. Now, this is a good one because 
a shamog. Now I know you might not know what this is, but it's a big. It's it's a three by three, uh, basically scarf. But it's used. But the use of it can be multiple uses. You feel what I'm saying? Like you can use it as a water filtration system if you need to pour water through it. You can fold it up a couple times and pour your water through it, and then it'll filter any bad things out of it. You can use it as a sling just in case you get hurt. And then for the obvious, you can use it as a head cover. But I will look into that. And then like a face mask just in case. Just something, a full body face, I mean a full face mask. That's always an option too. Um, we're going to move right along to directions. So we're going to need a compass, right? And I wouldn't go cheap on a compass. Um, also, get familiar with how to use uh, read a map just in case you need to do that too. And then the last thing in our bag, we're definitely going to need some kind of communication. So that would be a hand radio, a satellite phone, and your regular cell phone. But, you know, if things go down, the cell towers might go down. So the sat phone and the hand radio will always work for you. So we're going to go over this one more time. So the things that we should have in our bag, you should start with cover, something to cut with, some fire, a container, which is multiple, multiple, uh, you got multiple things for your container. That can be for your drinking plus your eating, um, or just storing, period. Rope and tape, lighting, bandana slash face mask, compass, and communications. So, these is a little. These are some. These are things that you can put in your go bag today and start getting it together. So just in case you gotta grab that thing, you can get up on out of here. Now, like I was saying earlier, we might have to leave our home in this situation. Now, if that is the case, and you don't have uh, like a backup plan in place, it's places you can go. Other people might be occupying it, but it's still places you might can go. You just might take a walk around your neighborhood right now so you can think of places but number one place to go if you have to leave your home find an abandoned building close to your neighborhood you know what i mean like that's a good option you might you might have to you know if we ran out of our homes we gotta we gotta take shelter somewhere else so any known abandoned buildings that you might know that might be uh not so like right in the obvious Something that, you know, you might you might be the only or a few people might know about this building. Try to find those buildings right now. So just in case you need to, it's a fallback spot. Of course, off roads or under it, meaning the side of the road or under a bridge. But be careful going under bridges because it's a bridge. People are using it. So if it's a vacant bridge, then that's a great spot. But if not, be careful at night trying to light something and people spotting you underneath. Um... The river, cold, uh, the river, anywhere up and down the river. You can find something up and down the river. That way you're by water, kind of food. You can get fish for some food if you need to. That's always an option. Um, caves and mines. That's another option for you. You can go underground or you can go um, in a cave. You know what I mean? Like, that's another option. The woods for all the bushcrafters out there they, who probably like, yeah, I'll be in the woods. I'll probably go to the woods too. That's my option. And then the last thing I got is boats and coves. So like 
if you have a boat that's a good place for you to get out on the water you know what i mean set anchor out in the middle of the ocean somewhere or somewhere where you know what i mean in a cove somewhere offshore where you can't be seen easily and that is survival time for the week hope to catch y'all next week right there in the house we're in the wind urban outdoors Alright guys, this week we have a quote from somebody that I uh, I admire a lot. From Bob Marley. And he says The biggest coward is a man who awakens a woman's love with no intention of loving her. I'm let y'all sit on that for the week. I want to thank everybody for listening today. Any listener want to join the In the Wing game? You can head on over to urbanoutdoors.online, find something you like, and if you feel like, you can send me a picture of whatever you bought on Instagram, urban underscore outdoors underscore. Send me a DM, and I'll post you on the page. Because while they're in the house, we're in the wind. Urban Outdoors. Now back to the show. If you would like to support this podcast with a small monthly donation, to help sustain future episodes, I will highly appreciate it. You can find the link in episode description for anyone who would like to show their support. And once again, thank you. Alright guys, it's that time again. We're coming to the end of the show. It's okay. We'll be back next week. But I want everybody to be better than they was yesterday. Not too hard. Also, if this is your first time to this show, I appreciate you stopping by. If you enjoyed yourself, please tell a friend. And if you didn't enjoy yourself, leave me a message. Let me know what you ain't like so maybe I can fix it. Y'all take care, and I'll see y'all next week. Why they in the house? We're in the wind. Urban Outdoors. <laughs>